VCs in the house. Uh, I want to thank all the varsity leaders. You guys are awesome and uh, doing a great job. I don't know why people continue to laugh when you get up to share. What am I missing, Nate? Okay. Hey, it's good to have everyone. Good to, see, good to see everybody upstairs. I don't know what to do with that one. We're going to just go on, move on. Do you have any shout left in you this morning? You got a shout? I think you'll want to shout on this one. Uh, legacy. Probably about three weeks ago, we were at 60-some thousand, and two weeks ago, we were at 80-some uh, thousand, and this week, we've broken 100,000. <laughs> Beautiful, huh? If you're not shouting, it's probably because you don't know what's going on, and maybe you're new. This place is sold. We're buying a new place. And uh, Legacy, the beginnings of the what we're hoping to do is uh, rally to... Uh, earn or not earn to raise $150,000 towards the beginning, towards the, the down payment and what have you. And that's by May 1st. And I just want to thank all of those that has given. And God bless you. Uh, if you haven't, I just encourage you to be in the forefront of what God's doing, something so special. Uh, you can be in the grassroots of that, right hanging on the back of the seats is those brochures about legacy so you can see what it's about there's a letter in there there's a plan and uh, i just encourage you help us to be be part of that one that's going to to help us reach that that first goal by may 1st amen, amen. we all good Starting a new series today. Before we do that, you're going to start seeing a new painting that's kind of out here. Stephen Shortridge is, is helping us with this. It's, a, it's actually, should I tell him what it is? So what it is, is a, it's a drawing. And the drawing is of our new facility, Lord willing. And uh, as it gets remodeled and as finances come in, it's going to slowly get painted and finished. And Stephen is working... By the power team. Stephen's working with some of our kids to do that unveiling. So at some point, that will be unveiled, and I think you'll be, I think it's going to be very, very, very cool. So thank you, Stephen, for helping us with that. We're going to start a new series today. We've been in the blessed life, and I want to share a verse with you that I think sums up the blessed life. If you have not heard that series, I encourage you to get online to do that. If you have not read The Blessed Life, I can't tell you how I think important that book is. So if you can't get that book, you let us know and we'll get that book for you. Summing up The Blessed Life, kind of like what Connor said. In all things, I've shown you that by working hard in this way, we must help the weak and remember the words of the Lord Jesus how he himself said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. If you want to live a blessed life, a blessed life comes out of what we give, not what we accumulate. How many of you agree with that? If you don't agree with that, it's okay to be wrong. It really is. But my job is to help you, by the grace of God, to transform your thinking, to think kingdom thoughts and the way the bible 
teaches us. Amen? We're going to dive into the Word today. We're going to start with uh, 4G, this series. Father, thank you for this Word today. Thank you that you want to speak to us. You want to transform us. Holy Spirit, we thank you that you're here and that you're moving and you're touching and you're saving and that you're building. And thank you for the core class. Thank you for the water baptism class. Thank you what's going to even happen next service. Bless this time. Be glorified. I just ask that you would speak through me in Jesus' name. And everyone said, what 4G is all about is we've always ran our core class. Core, spelt like Coeur d'Alene, heart. We've always ran it quarterly, and we saw that it was bottlenecking, and a lot of people couldn't come on Saturday when we had it, so therefore we're doing it every week at 10 o'clock, okay? So you're going to go through the four G's, which under those four G's is our 12 values. 12 values are core values, and then after you go through those four classes, you're a member. Now, it doesn't mean that you can't come to church here. We want you to come if you decide never to be a member, but it's beautiful when we know as pastors who we're responsible for, accountability, who we want to reach out to, who we want to, to absolutely see their roots planted in the church. If you've been through the core class, would you just raise your hand for a moment, keep it up? That's probably about a third of you. So there's a lot of you that honestly need to be in that room right now, okay? So I say that so that you could start pursuing that at 10 o'clock. You can come to the 8.30, come to the 11.30, you come to Saturday night at our 6 o'clock. And I just encourage you to do that. You'll learn a lot of our pastors and leaders, and you'll learn the core values of the church. And it's just another aspect of discipleship and seeing your roots go deep here. Because if you want to be fruitful, you got to be rooty. And so it's important that you get some roots. Amen? Amen? So that's what's going on with that. Those four G's are grace. How many of you were saved by grace? Okay, how many of you were saved by works then? Okay, let's try it again. How many of you were saved by grace? Good, good, good. So after you get saved by grace, guess what takes place? What should take place is that, number two, you should grow. One of the greatest places to grow is in a third G group. Get connected in a city group. Guess what happens? What does God want out of us? He wants us to give. Give our life, give our time, lay down our life. Those are the four G's, grace. Number two, grow. I'm going to talk about that today. Number three, number four, come on, come on, come on. Give, give. Everyone say that. Let's try that again. Let's try that again. Number one, grace. Number two, number three, good. Number four, amen. We're going to talk about giving or actually not giving today. We're going to talk about growing. We didn't start with grace because we wanted to start it. Grace be the first Sunday of every month grow the second Sunday, so forth and so on. Last week was Easter, and we didn't want uh, it to, be, to begin this whole new class over Easter weekend, so we're going to start today with grow. Will you say that with me, grow? How many of you remember when cell phones were uh, probably in the, in, the, in the 90s, they were like these humongous bricks? How many of you had a brick other than I, myself? If you had a brick, raise your hand. Because back in the day, if you had a brick, you were cool. Just honest. I mean, you, you had a brick. I didn't really know exactly how to use it. It was huge. I didn't know how to carry it. It almost needed a backpack itself. I mean, the thing was huge, thick, black, heavy, antenna. It was weird. But if you had a brick, you were cool. And then the next cool stage was if you got a little phone. It went from brick to the Motorola Flip to 
Man, people had the little phones, and dude, if you had a little phone, you'd be like, everybody look at you when you pull out that little phone. You're like, man, I, that guy's cool right there. I bet you Stephen had a little phone, didn't you? No, I'm teasing. <laughs> and now, guess what? It went from brick to little to big. <laughs> iPhone has decided to grow their phone. How many of you got one of those G, those six, what are they called, six plus? If you got a six plus, would you just raise it up right now? Anybody got a six plus? Yeah, look at this. This thing is mammoth, man. Look, she's the only cool person in here, I guarantee you. No, I'm just teasing. Look at that right there. That thing is almost as big as the brick, but praise God, it's not near as heavy or awkward or anything like that. I don't want a, this one this big. I, I've been breaking the other ones. I, I broke so many that they won't even insure me anymore. It's ridiculous. But so wh why are they big? Well, why is big? Why is growing the phone cool? Because iPhone said it's cool. And if iPhone says it's cool, it must be cool to grow a big phone. Are you feeling me? So I'm just kind of playing with you right now. But I want to talk to you about growing. I want to talk about two things today, about you growing up and you helping others grow up. Grow is cool. Everyone say that with me. Grow is cool. Why is it so important that me and you grow up in Christ and grow others up? Because that's exactly, we'll get to that in a moment, what the Word calls us to do. Can you tell if the person next to you right now is grown up? Look at them and see if you can tell if they're grown up. Can you tell if that person next to you is grown up? How can you tell if they're grown up? How can you tell if they're grown up? Because they have facial hair? Because they have no hair? Because they have gray hair? Maybe they have makeup on? Maybe they have deep voice? Maybe, maybe they have life I don't know. How, how can you tell if someone is grown up? Here's the next question. Can you be, can you grow old and not grow up God just doesn't want you to grow old God wants you to grow up so we're going to get past all the offenses right now I need you to go with me and look at your neighbor right square in their eyes and do, do this right here today grow up no no 100% 100% 100% tell him tell him right now tell him, look, look, look at him grow up that's what we're talking about today. Jesus speaking to 11 of his disciples, because one of them was no more, the 11 disciples that he poured into, 11 disciples that he loved, he, he grew, he discipled, he groomed, he just poured his life into, he says this about maturing and growing up. He says this, go therefore and make disciples, of all the nations, one of the last things Jesus says, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. We're going to be doing that right here. Going to be baptizing them. You with me? Yep. Next service. That's a beautiful thing. And he goes on to say, teaching them to observe, observe all things that I've commanded you, and lo, I'm with you always, even to the end of the age. We're called and commanded and taught by Jesus, his last words, to grow up. Everyone say, grow up. And to do this, grow others. It's not just about you growing up. That's not enough. 
God calls us to make disciples and grow up others. What promotes growth and maturity in Christ? I'm just so glad that you're full of questions today. I'm going to try to answer that right now, okay? So the Bible says first the natural, then the spiritual. So I want to talk about the natural process of something growing up. The natural process. Let's let's say a tree for a minute. Natural process of a tree. First of all, it takes, number one, good seed. Everyone say good seed. You better have some good seed if you want to have a tree, right? And then the next thing is that you need to have good soil, right? You don't go plant it in pavement, do you? You plant it in concrete? How many of you plant seeds in a bunch of rocks? How about in a weed, a weed bed? No. You move the clogs and clods and weeds and rocks, and you want to plant good seed and good soil. And then, guess what? Remove all the weeds, and then good soil, good seed. You need some warmth. You need some sun. You need some fire. And that warmth causes that, 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 that seed with water. Next thing is water. Need some water. And that seed will kind of swell up, germinate, and then boom, grow, and start to reach for the sky, reach for the sun, just... Right? And then, wonderful thing, then you might want to throw some fertilizer on there too. Are you following me? Why? What are we, why is it so important, J.O., that I grow up? Why? What are we growing into? What, what should be the fruit of me and you growing up? I, I want to read a scripture that Connor actually read this morning because I think this should be our goal, one of our goals. We're going to grow into someone. I'll hit that in a minute. But what we're growing up to do, I want you to hear this goal today. Look at Matthew 22, 37 through 40. It says this, Jesus said to him, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, this is the first great commandment. And the second is like it, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. Why do you read that, J.O.? What's that got to do with growing? I believe that every one of us is, first of all, to grow in loving God. We're supposed to be Jesus freaks. Loving God, learning to love God with all of our heart, our mind, our soul, all of our strength, everything that is in us, we're to grow in love towards God, but not just God, but loving others. You're always on my mind. 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 Willie's talking about a lady. I'm talking about people. We're to love, we're to grow in love to God, and we're to grow in loving people. Loving our enemies, loving those that don't like us, loving those who would persecute us, loving people. The Bible says, hey, those two things right there, those are the two commandments that all the other laws of the prophet hang on. If you get that down right there, if you love your wife like that, you'll never have a marriage problem. Huh? Oh, some of you are looking at me like hoot owls right now. Are you feeling me this morning? We are to grow in love, okay? So let's talk about it spiritually for a moment, spiritually. Talked about the natural growth of a tree. Let's talk about it spiritually in our life. It doesn't look a whole lot different. Number one, seed. What is the seed? Can anybody answer? The seed is the Word of God. You're to grow 
in the Word of God. Listen to the Scripture. 1 Peter 2.2 As newborn babies desire the pure milk of the Word. Now Jesus has already determined in, a, in, in one of the parables that the seed is the Word of God. The Word of God. And He says this, Desire the pure milk of the Word that you may grow thereby. Listen to the New Living Translation. Like newborn babies... You must crave pure spiritual milk so that you'll grow into the full experience of salvation. Cry out for this nourishment. How many of you have ever seen a newborn baby desire and crave pure milk? The Bible doesn't say that you're to be newborn babies. It doesn't say that you're to act like babies. The Bible says that you're to desire the Word of God like a new born baby. I asked my son if I could use him as an example today because when my son was a little baby, that guy craved milk. He desired milk. He was like a little piglet, you know what I'm saying? Just snorting around for milk everywhere. That brought, and I tell you what, when he wasn't getting milk and he was hungry, he would let you know. A baby has a voice. They have a certain language, and this is what it sounds like. And it's like, wow. Desire, crave. The Bible says that's how you des you're to desire the Word of God. That's the seed that you're to desire the Word of God. You get the Word of God in you, and you're gonna grow. You will if you don't get God's Word in you. I guarantee you, you're gonna stunt your growth in life. The more words you get in, the more that you're going to grow in Jesus Christ because that word is alive, is sharper than any two-edged sword. You say, J-O, 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 listen, listen, listen. I just don't like to, I don't have a desire to read the word. I don't crave the word. That's, I hope that I can convince you to change that today, that from this day on that you would crave desire and you would read the word at day give us this day our daily bread I tell you I go to the gym very intentional it's not like because I just love going to the gym and hurt my body and get all sweaty and breathing and pulse no there's a reason why I go I want to try to keep some of the muscle mass that I do have it's harder as you get older I want to lose fat I want to stay in shape and guess what happens to me after I work out feel good but guess what else I feel I'm hungry, man. I'm hungry. I'm desiring food. I crave food. Why? Because I've been working out. <laughs> What's I got to do with it in these days, Jail? What are you talking about, Willis? Listen to this. Listen, listen, listen. If you never work out, your spirit, if you're never stepping out of the boat, if you're never sharing Christ with anyone, if, you're never, if you've never activated your faith, if you're never doing anything for Jesus Christ, why would he pour pure milk into a dead sea? God wants you to be a Galilee man. He wants the spirit of God flowing through you so you're working out spiritually. You're talking about Christ, sharing about Jesus, your testimony. You're in the word, you're praying. You've released your faith. You've activated your faith. I want to let you know when you're working out spiritually, you will be hungry for the word of God. You'll desire the word of God. Man, that's, 
I'm preaching too good right there for that right there. Just amen, just amen, amen, amen. Desire, crave the word of God. Man, it's the best thing going. Are you with me today? I don't mean to say I'm preaching that good, but I'm just saying this. That right there was good. Because you need to be in the word of God every day. Every day. Number two, the seed has got to be on good soil. What is the soil? What does the Bible say the soil is? Heart. You want to take the good seed and throw it on good soil, good heart. And the Bible says in Hosea 10, 11, check this out. Ephraim is a trained heifer that loves to thresh grain, but I harness her fair neck. I will make Ephraim uh, pull a plow. Listen to this. Listen, talking, about, talking about soil now. Okay, don't, 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 don't let me lose you. You're talking about soil. Judah shall plow. Jacob shall break his clods. You know what Judah stands for? Anybody know? Come on, you, you got it. More people got to know that. Judah stands for praise. Will you say that with me? Praise? praise. I want to let you know right now, if you've maybe been raised up, not in a church, or a church is a little bit quiet, the reason why we praise right here, let me tell you right now, praise is what God is, 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 is due Him. He's worthy of it. I'm going to tell you right now, as you praise and you, and you grow in praise, it will plow your heart up. Praise will plow you. It will get you ready for the word of God. Why do we praise before I preach? Plowing up those hardened hearts, getting that soil ready for the word of God. Because the seed, the word of God is always good. Not because I preach it. I'm just talking about the seed itself, the very unadulterated word of God. So listen, praise plows. Grow in praising God. Amen? Grow in it. Look at the next one. Jacob shall break up his clods. Once again, talking about soil. Jacob was a heel grabber. Jacob was a manipulator. Jacob come out of the womb, had a hold of his brother's heel. Why? He wanted to be first. He changed his voice. He changed his clothing. He changed his smell to manipulate his dad. Why? To be first. He always wanted to be first. Now all of a sudden, this has been going on for years. He's served his uncle Layton, and then he's about to meet Esau after many, many years, and he meets God in the middle of the night, the angel of the Lord. Jacob begins to wrestle with God. He wrestles with him, and God, the angel of God says, let me go! Jacob said, I'm not going to let you go until you bless me. God popped out his hip, and then he walked with a limp. He probably walked with a limp all the days of his life because at the end of his life, he's blessing his sons and family and he's leaning on a staff. Why do you say that, J.O.? Because there was something beautiful about Jacob. That guy was tenacious. I mean, you think about wrestling with God and, and not letting God go and then God changed his name, changed his character, went from Jacob to Israel. Oh my goodness. Now look what it says about Jacob in Psalms 24, 6, where I want to relate the scripture to. This is Jacob, the generation of those who seek him, who seek your face, Selah. Prayer, listen to me, prayer will break up your clock. 
hearts. Praise, listen to me real good. Listen to me. Praise will plow your heart getting ready for the seed. Prayer will break up clods for the seed. Why? Remember, why am I preaching this today? So that we grow, grow, grow. Tell your neighbor again. Remind him one more time. Grow up. What else do you need? Heat. Sunlight. Fire. Listen to the scripture, Matthew 3.11. I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance. But he who is coming after me is mightier than I, John says, the Baptist. Whose sandals I'm not worthy to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. I was born again in 88, uh, 86. But I got baptized in the Holy Spirit in 88. And I tell you what, it did something inside of me that changed. It was a deal breaker. It changed everything about me. If you remember Peter, Peter was skittish and fearful, denied Jesus three times. Guess what happens to Peter? Peter gets baptized in the Holy Spirit. Guess what happens? He preaches with fire. And 3,000 people are born again, water baptized, and the church is birthed. The baptism of the Holy Spirit will totally change your life. Now, in 88, after I'm baptized in the Holy Spirit, the bars that I once bounced in, now I'm out in front with my friends sharing the gospel. Why? Because I was all that? No, I was like nothing. Because the, the baptism of the Holy Spirit changed my passions it changed everything about me. There's two types of pond, pine trees. They, they, they're a Monterey pond and there's a pond pine. A Monterey and a pond pine. They have such closed, tight cones that they fall, they're green. And the only way that those pine trees can, can germinate is through fire. Those pines, they fall, they fall to the ground, they're so tight, and the only thing that opens up those pine cones is fire. There's more trees that grow and are germinated and birth because of forest fires and many other things, and sometimes it takes fire. That's kind of like the touch of the Holy Spirit on a person's life. If you don't know what I'm talking about today, it's probably because possibly you've not been baptized in the Holy Spirit. I say, grow, learn, dig, grow in the Holy Spirit. That's one of the things that we teach in core class because I'm telling you, it will change everything about your life. Number four, water. Seed, soil, fire, but you need water too. What's beautiful about the Word of God is this is seed, but it's also the water that nourishes the seed that's inside of you. Listen to this scripture, Ephesians 5.26 that he might sanctify and cleanse her with the washing of the water by the word. The word is the seed, but it's also the water and the nutrients that your seed needs. So you gotta have the word in many aspects of your life. Man, if, I could, if you don't walk away from anything else today, please walk away with that. You would give yourself over to the Word of God on a daily basis. I don't have time to preach on that today, but you need to feel me on that. That is a huge core when it comes to the church. Number five, what else do you need? Everyone say fertilizer. What else is uh, fertilizer called? Manure. 
Say that with me. Manure. Isn't it cool that manure and mature sound almost alike? A lot of times when you're growing in Christ, there's a lot of like manure times. We make mistakes and we fall short and jack up situations and marriage is struggling and all kinds on and on and on and it gets really manure Is that a word? Sometimes don't take those manure times and say, I cast you out in the name of Jesus, you devil. Because sometimes God will use those manure times to grow you. He uses everything. I'm not saying it's from God, but I'm not saying it's from the devil. Sometimes it's from us. <laughs> My worst enemy sometimes is not the devil, it's me. And we find ourselves, if you're in a situation right now, I encourage you to fall forward instead of backwards. I just fall forward. Just continue to fall forward in the grace of God. Con continue to fall forward in relationship. Continue to fall forward so that you can grow. Don't fall backwards. Fall forward. But a lot of times, that manure, that when you throw it on that plant and you throw it on that, that, that soil, man, I tell you what, it brings great fertilization to that soil, so it brings great growth. Listen to this scripture when it comes to that. 2 Corinthians 3.18 but we all with unveiled faces beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory to glory to... He wants to take you to the next glory. Just as by the Spirit of the Lord. See, a person gets born again and then you're automatically in a process. What is the process? Process is transformation. See, you can be born again 20 years ago and not gone through the process. Oh, you're born again and you're going to go to heaven, but you didn't. you've grown old, but you ain't grown up. God wants you to stay in the process so that you can become, and there's a goal of who we are trying to become. You have a purpose to become a person that I want to tell you about all this all this growing is to bring you to the point that you can become more like, listen to this scripture, Ephesians 4, 15. But speaking the truth in love may grow up in all things into him, into him who is the head Christ. Listen to the New Living Translation. Instead, we speak the truth in love, growing in every way more and more like Mikey. Oh, some of y'all ain't listening to me this morning. You would have been going, what are you talking about? More and more like Christ. Look. More and more like Christ, who is the head of his body, the church. Listen to the message. It says this. God wants us to grow up, to know the whole truth, and to tell it in love, like Christ in everything. We take our lead from Christ, who is the source of everything we do from now on. Can you imagine a husband and a wife, their both purpose is to be like Christ? Can you imagine what that marriage will be like? It's going to be beautiful. Oh, will they have some bumps? Could they have some manure times? Yeah. But if, 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 if Jesus is the center of their relationship, man, they're going to grow. And it's going to be a beautiful, beautiful thing. Parenting, man, in every aspect of our life, 
our maturity, our growth, our goal, our purpose is to become like Jesus. But that's not the only thing. You're to grow and to grow others. Listen to the writer of Hebrews. He's talking to someone between the age in Christ, one, my understanding, from one to 20 years old in Christ. And he says this. He says he's kind of, it sounds like he's kind of upset because the people he's writing this to, they have not grown up yet. And he says this, listen to what he says. Hebrews 5, 12 through 14. For though by this time you ought to be teachers, you need someone to teach you again the first principles of the oracles of God. And you have come to need milk and not solid food. For everyone who partakes only of milk is unskilled in the word of righteousness, for he's a babe. But solid food belongs to those who are full age, that is, those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. We're to, listen, we're to grow up and to grow others. If all you're consumed with growing up yourself, it's not, no, no, he challenges, he challenges the Hebrews, hey, by now you should be teaching. But man, I gotta put you back on milk. Growing old, doesn't mean that you're growing up. Give yourself to growing up in Christ. I want to share a few thoughts in closing. Areas that God wants to grow us in every day for the rest of our life. Listen to the first one. Everyone say, in grace. grace. 2 Peter 3.18 says this, but grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. To Him be the glory both now and forever. Amen. What does it mean to grow in the grace of God? I think it means this. You grow in the favor. You can't, listen, you can't be more favored than you already are when it comes to that. You can't get more grace, but you can grow in knowing what Jesus has done for you. Knowing that you're only here today if you're born again, not by one thing that you've accomplished. Knowing that it's only by His grace and His rich mercy and His great love for you. You can't come into the heart of the city church, pop out your chest and go, look what I've done, man. I deserve this right here. You cannot do that because there's not, there's not, not one person that's deserving. If you look in the scriptures, you'll see that you're only saved by grace. I believe that He wants us to understand. He wants to have great understanding of what he's done his love for you his rich rich love for each and every one of i believe he wants us to to grow in the grace of knowing that that you can't say listen i'm where i'm at today because of something that i've done no you're where you are today wherever you are and your growth with christ is only because of what he's done because it's a work of grace that you're here. Why is the gospel so great of news? You know why? Because it's free. It's such great news because it's good, too good to be true because of his, of his great love towards me and you. So he wants, I believe, us to grow in this grace that I'm talking about. And not just grace, but he wants us to grow also, listen to this, in knowledge. 
in knowing who he is. Not just, not just book knowledge, but revelation knowledge. Look at this guy, Peter, and I'll give you a great example of growing in revelation knowledge. Look at what Jesus talks. He's having this discussion with Peter, and he says this. He, says, he said to them, but who do you say that I am? It's good for you to know exactly who Jesus is in your life. That's so vital because who he is in your life is how you're going to behave and how you're going to be and how you're going to grow and how you're going to relate to God. He says to them, he says, who do you say that I am? And look what takes place. Simon Peter answered and says, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. Jesus answered and said to him, hey, 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 blessed are you, Simon Bar-Jonah. You didn't get that from a pastor. You didn't get that from a, a youth group. You didn't get that from a Sunday school. You didn't get that from a teaching. No, you didn't get it from flesh and blood. Look, look, he says this. Blessed are you, Simon Bar-Jonah, for flesh and blood is not revealed this to you, but by my Father who is in heaven. You see, God wants us to grow in the knowledge of who he is. Let me give you an example today. We're doing water baptisms, right? J.O., I don't want to get water baptized, bro. Man, I might get my hair wet. <laughs> Can I say something? Out of all due respect, if, you, if that's how you think, you need to grow in the knowledge of who Jesus is and what water baptism means because when you have an uh, enlightenment and the revelation knowledge of what water baptism's all about jo 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 i don't want to do it in public wow wow you need to have an awakening of the knowledge of who Jesus is and what he's done for you and what water baptism represents, that you're going down in the tomb and you're coming up in resurrection power and a new creation, then you'll be like the woman who sat right here a couple of years ago. We were doing a water baptism. Man, she was G'd up from the feet up. Her hair was perfect. She got her glasses on. She had the coolest dress on, high heels on, makeup on. We're doing a water baptism. You know what she does? She comes right up here and says, water baptism. You got to change your clothes? No, I don't even care about a change. You got, I, don't even got, I don't even think she had a towel. She drove home totally wet, but she had a revelation of who Jesus is and what water baptism is all about. See, that's what he wants you to grow up in. He wants you to grow in that. Jay, I don't know what water, I don't know what baptism of the Holy Spirit means. That, that sounds a little different from me. I wasn't raised that way. Hey, 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 you need to grow up in the knowledge. Seek for that. Desire that. He wants to give you a good gift. J.O., 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 right now, you are offending me that you are telling me to grow up. Then you know what you need to do? He <laughs> <laughs> need to grow up. I'm telling you some good news, man. I'm your best friend right now. You just need to grow up. Are you feeling me today? Grow up. Tell your neighbor right now with a big old smile. Grow up. Just don't grow old. Tell them. Don't just grow old. Grow up. I want to close with this. There was a parade going on. Sometimes we get stuck and we don't know how to grow. You come on, this is, she's going to be my little daughter today. Is that okay, Ben? Little girl, parade going on. The dad watching the parade, and the little girl, she gets her hand stuck in a metal 
great, a metal drain on the side of the road. She doesn't see what's going on. And, and the dad is totally distracted by the parade that's going on. He's just watching the parade. And the little girl's stuck, got her hand stuck in the grate. And they walk up to her and, hey, can we get your hand out of that grate? They can't get it out. Hey, can I get some soap and, and get the oil? They put it on there, can't get it out. And go call the welder, call the cutting torch. We got to get our hand out of this, this, this metal grate right here. Nobody can, finally, daddy comes along. He goes, Everyone's, everyone's trying to help her, and Daddy walks up to her and says, Hey, sweetie, what, what's in your hand? Money. Money. Okay. Will you let go of the money? And the hand slips right out of the metal grate. Oh, okay, just, 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 just jump on right here. Oh, here we go. And then all of a sudden, not distracted by little things and money, she can see the parade and have a whole different perspective of how God wants you to grow up. He wants you to see from a whole different point of vantage. Don't just be sticking your hand for a few coins. Get your hand stuck. Get stuck in life. He wants you to grow up in him and get a whole different perspective so that you can enjoy the parade and everything that he has for you. Tell your neighbor, grow up. Can you give her a big hand right now? Thank you, Sadie. Sadie is a superstar. Will you stand to your feet? Would you bow your head? Just bow your head. Right now, I just need you to take a step of faith. You're stuck and you need prayer. Stuck. You haven't grown up. You haven't told nobody about Christ. Your faith is stuck. There's no action. I could have gone to my next point. It's growing in faith. Don't have time for that. You need to take a step of faith today. Come on. You're stuck. You're stuck in your growth and you need prayer. You know what I want you to do right now? I want you to put your big boy pants on, big girl pants. I want you to step out if you're stuck and get some prayer right now. Would you do that? Just step out. They're up here just waiting to pray for you. You're stuck. Maybe the Holy Spirit's put his, put his finger on some other area of your life. And you're going, man, I need prayer. That's the area that the Holy Spirit just spoke to me about, J.O. And I need prayer today. I need prayer in that area. That's the area. J.O.I., I've been saved for 30 years. I never tell nobody I'm a Christian. I never tell nobody about Jesus. Man, I'm just like a, a dead sea. I, I need to be, I need to activate my faith today. I want, the, I want the Spirit of God flowing through me. If that's you, would you just step out? Love to pray for you. I encourage you. Maybe the Holy Spirit's dealing with you. Don't be so concerned about what's going on up here other than what's going on in your heart today. I had a good friend of mine this week tell me that a 96-year-old lady um, and a 100-year-old man came to their church, and the 100-year-old man came forward and surrendered his life to Jesus Christ. 100 years old. That boy, that 100-year-old man, born again, bam. Woo. If you're here today and you don't know Jesus, and you're not walking with Jesus, and you know, you know that you know you know, nobody else may know, you know if you're walking with Christ. You know if you're born again. 
You know that if your name is written in the Lamb's book of life and you're going to heaven. And if you're not, we want to pray for you. Today's your day. Don't miss it. I know that because the Bible says today is the day of salvation. If you don't know Jesus, come up here. We'd love to pray for you. Maybe you're stuck in your marriage. Maybe you're stuck uh, physically. Man, I tell you what, Kathy this week got like the most, uh, most beautiful report of a battle she's been going through. I mean, just like bam, bam, bam. How, how many, hey, Kathy, does Jesus heal? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he heals. If you need healing, if you're stuck in another area, I want to pray for you today. Would you just step out? We're going to close. We got a whole, we got a big water baptism about to take off, but I just want to pray for you today. We want to pray for you. I got people up here, look at these folks up here. They're bored to death right now because they could be praying for you. They could be praying for you. Father, just thank you for a beautiful church. Thank you that you're moving. Thank you that you all myself and everyone in this room you don't want us just to grow old but you want us to grow up mature in you i pray that that would be our goal is to become more like you god i pray a blessing over every person here every family every relationship every child every marriage the blessing of the lord that makes one rich and has no sorrow let it be their portion let us grow in the grace and knowledge of who you are even this week Bless your people, bless your church, in Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen. they'll be up here for a bit if you need prayer. Can we close by giving Jesus just a big old clap today? The one that loves you. Come on. Woo! God bless you. Have a wonderful day.